0: Hello, everybody. We're glad that you joined with us again today. We are the ministry team at Evening Light Tabernacle, and we would love to hear from you. If you have questions for us, please uh, contact us um, by the information on the screen, and uh, invite your friends to join with us today as we talk about the changing of dispensations um, between the... Jewish dispensation over to the Gentiles, and um, how that we're coming now to the end of another um, dispensation, which is the Gentile dispensation. This parallels um, things are happening very similar to what happened with the Jewish dispensation when they came to an end. Um, Timothy, was there any... um, warning that was given in the scripture about how, that what God would do because of uh, their bringing sacrifices that were blemished and not really putting their heart into worship and the coldness and the
1: lukewarmness yeah as we've been speaking about Malachi, it's very interesting how he, he lines out how they're they're bringing the lame the sick and he says in verse, chapter 1 and verse 8, he says, you're offering things to me that you wouldn't even take to your governor. Right. Yeah. You know, and you're doing things to me that you wouldn't take to some king or, you know, here I'm the king of kings. And he keeps going on down and he, he says, you know, would you not come in? Would you, is the, the fire not kindled on my altar for nothing? And he he says, I'm God. I haven't changed. And that's what he said, Malachi. I'm God and I change not. Yeah. So it wasn't God that changed it was their attitude that changed. And he mm-hmm. brings it on down he says in verse 10 he says there now I have no pleasure in you saith the Lord of hosts neither will I accept an offering at your hand for from for from the rising of the sun even to the going down of the same my name shall be great among the gentiles.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So it's showing right there and we saw it there it, as when Jesus died the the ripping of the veil in the temple showing that no more is a woolly lamb accepted. Not, no, it did no yes. good anymore to offer a woolly lamb. Right. Mm-hmm. But my name's going to be great among the Praise Gentiles. Praise the Lord. And God brought it over to us. Yeah, that that's very awesome. You know,
0: that's a uh, thing that John came out when he uh, came out of the wilderness and, and was preaching uh, repentance mm. and to prepare the way. And, and when he would see Jesus... He would he would recognize him as the sacrifice, right. saying, "Behold, or look, the, the Lamb of God." Now, this was totally uh, unexpected in their day because they thought the woolly lamb that they were offering was an, an acceptable sacrifice. But now, they are pointed to look at a new lamb that was come that would fulfill. Who's, uh, all, the, uh, what the, all the other uh, lambs had done and that his blood would be greater than millions of lambs that could be slain. And so um, it would institute a whole new sacrifice yes. and a whole new blood that was a greater blood. Right. Right.
2: There's, a, there's another fulfillment which is incredible uh, out of the prophecy of John. Uh, I believe it's Isaiah 40, where he is speaking. And it says that he shall come suddenly to his temple. It's right in that uh, prophecy of John. And so Israel had much pride. The Jews had much pride in their temple. But God, at the changing of this dispensation, was changing temples now. Mm -hmm. Because when John baptized him, he saw the Spirit of God descend like a dove upon him. And it was there where he came suddenly to his temple and said, this is my beloved son (laughs) in
0: whom I'm well pleased. Wonderful. So now we have a new temple, and this is now where God has chosen to place his name. Because this would be the chosen place of worship. That's right. Everything is
2: now moving to the son. Everything. The, The Sabbath is now going to be fulfilled in Christ when he says, come unto me all ye that labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest and that will now be fulfilled we will find our rest when we're laboring under sin we'll find our rest in Christ amen we'll find our forgiveness in Christ we'll find the feast days all in Christ mm-hmm. now we're changing dispensation from the part to the whole from the shadow to to the fulfillment. Okay. What a rest and a peace we have
3: knowing that our debt has been paid.
2: Praise you know, the Lord. That our
3: sin debts wiped away and that it was able to be paid and wiped away because it was no longer a woolly lamb that just rolled it ahead and covered it up. But it was a kinsman redeemer mm. that came and I, and I love what you said about the temple and, and he mentioned earlier about the temple bell being ripped showing that God was no longer in a brick and mortar temple. Yes. But now he has come to dwell in these temples. Right. And that was wonderful. You, you
1: know, I just... You don't mind me giving a testimony um, in a junction in my time, talking about the power of that blood that was shed. One lamb, many lambs, you know. But now one lamb. When my son Andrew was born, you know, he went. He was born. He didn't. He didn't have the surfactant in his lungs. He was gasping for air. He was dying, uh, turning blue, and uh, they end up having to ship him to another hospital. And so. You know in that time yeah i'm dealing with you know i'm just just coming into the ministry been preaching maybe a couple years and still real young in the ministry and um you know the devil want to sit on my shoulder and accuse me you know well you must have done this you must have done that you must have done all kinds of things and and i actually i was going to to the store one one more next morning after they'd taken andrew to the hospital and my wife was in the local hospital and Turn on the radio, and there was just a preacher reading the scripture, and he just said, "Abraham believed in God," and it just struck me. I'm like, "Yes, Abraham believed in God, and I'm going to believe in God. I'm a son Amen. of Abraham." Amen. And I got to thinking about Abraham. You know, under the lamb, the woolly lambs in the Old Testament, in that old dispensation of the Old Testament. You know, it lists all of his faults. He lied. He laughed. He went down to Egypt when he was told not to do. He made many mistakes. But when when it changed and there was a, a new covenant that was made, at the power of this lamb,
3: yeah. the yes. blood of
1: this lamb, Now, in that New Testament, Paul, Peter, none of them mentions not one fault he made. Right. Matter right. of fact, it says he staggered not That's at right. the power exactly of God, right. and Amen. it gave me such such strength, you know, during that junction of my my mm-hmm. life, that I realized, you know, I'm not under the blood of bulls and goats. I'm hey, under the blood man. of Jesus Praise Christ. The Lord. And if I did do something wrong, I'd say, Lord, I'm sorry, and it's right. done, you yes. know, it's, and it's gone. And, and, and God just really gave me a lot of strength in that, Wonderful. realizing, you know, the power of this blood that we have That's today. Right. And so what happened to Andrew? And Andrew, uh, just, I, went, I went back after the Lord dealt with me in there as I was driving down the road, went to my wife, said, we're going to go to this hospital. I don't know what we're going to face. I don't know what difficulties lies ahead, but I told her what had happened. I said, but one thing we're going to do, we're going to look at a promise. Yeah. Yes, sir. We're not looking at a wire. We're not looking at a monitor. We're not looking what the doctor says. Don't, you know, we're looking at a promise. Praise and by his stripes, that boy's healed. Yes. Amen. And and God healed his lungs. He brought him in just a couple of weeks, turned it all around. And today he's a healthy boy, yeah. 15, Amen. 16 years old. and. Loves the Lord and 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 I, I make I make a joke. He's the loudest kid I got, out <laughs> <laughs> his lungs. Amen. Because God provided
0: a lamb. That's, That's right. provided the a Amen. lamb. Amen. Well, you know Jesus would literally fulfill the Passover as He would become the Passover lamb. You right. know He would He would actually um, observe Passover supper with his disciples and then become that Passover lamb himself during this time of Passover. And Passover is the feast of salvation. In both Testaments, the Old and the New, the blood of the lamb delivers from slavery. Mm, The Jews from the slavery of Egypt and the Christians from the slavery of sin. So, you know, when you think about the 10th plague, uh, when Israel's... Our Egypt's firstborn sons died, while the death angel passed over the Jewish homes with the blood of the lamb on their doorpost. In the New Testament, Jesus is that sacrificial lamb, and he was sacrificed on Passover. In Egypt, the Jews would would mark their house with the blood of the lamb. Today, the Christian marks his house, his body, the house of the Spirit. With the token, the blood Amen. of Christ, yes, sir. the Passover, yes, sir. then represents our salvation. And so Paul would say it this way. In 1 Corinthians 5 and 7, purge out, therefore, the Amen. old leaven, that you may be a new lump, Amen. as you are unleavened. For even Christ, our Passover, is sacrificed for us. Wonderful. So he is definitely our Passover. So in that way, he would actually fulfill... The need of the blood of bulls and goats because in him would be um, as, as the true lamb of God, that it would be the blood of God that would take away all sin. Amen. And this is so wonderful. I've often made um, uh, reference to this. You know, I've, I've had um, maybe a, a little child stand up in the congregation and ask the parents, how many goats, how many Bulls, how many sheep uh, is worth the life of your child? You know, would it be one, ten, maybe ten goats, twenty, thirty sheep, a hundred sheep, uh, a million? How many would be all the sheep and goats and cattle in all the world will not equal the life of one child? But the blood of Jesus Christ equals the life of every human being Wonder. because it was wonderfice. the blood of God. That's right. Mm-hmm. So by one sacrifice, he has perfected them forever who Amen. are sanctified. Beautiful. Amen. So um, there were so many things that Jesus, as he would take the government upon his shoulders and he, would, he himself would take the law and fulfill it. As he said, he did not come to destroy the law, but to fulfill the law. So like circumcision, in what way... Uh, was circumcision implemented? and Why was it? And then how did Jesus fulfill it? Yeah, circumcision uh,
2: began with Abraham and it, Abraham was actually a turning of dispensation in itself because out of Abraham come the twelve tribes of Israel and then would come the promises. The entire Bible is actually based upon God's promise to Abraham. And so this is where we go back and and find that the nation of Israel was born. And God gave him a seal of circumcision, which uh, was in type. Um, we can talk about it in a minute, but it was the cutting off of the surplus flesh of the male child. And as the law came, they did it on the eighth day. And Israel was... Um, identified by the circumcision, and it was representing the covenant that God had made to Abraham. And so, the New Testament speaks of a circumcision of the heart. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that Paul was speaking of. That when Christ came, this became a great dispute yeah. uh, among the believers because this this is a hard transition. Right. This was a people that had been taught that was was taught on the breast that God was one, that the Jews are God's chosen people, that you uh must be circumcised that you must be circumcised. Be in the covenant. And and God remained one, but the temple changed. Yeah. The Passover changed. Mm-hmm. The circumcision changed. Yeah. This was a hard turning of the corner. Yeah. for
3: the Jews well, everything they ever had was black and white and rigid you do this you don't do that this is how God operates this is the law so when you're raised that way for not just one lifetime but generation after generation after generation and suddenly there's a change mm-hmm. suddenly it was well, it's, it's not that way anymore it's this it's very hard as humans to accept that mm-hmm. yeah it's very
0: difficult and I think we
3: could all relate to that yes you know
0: so Paul would say in Romans 2:28, For he is not a Jew which is one outwardly, neither is that circumcision which is outward in the flesh. But he is a Jew which is one inwardly, and circumcision is that of the heart in the spirit, and not in the letter, whose praise is not of men, but of God. So, you know, this... This would tell us so. Circumcision today—we are—we are, we are still—we still believe in circumcision, right? Yes, that's we correct. We still believe in the lamb, right? That's and correct. And the blood, that's correct. Amen. And we also believe in circumcision. So, what is circumcision today? It would be the cutting away of the world,
2: cutting away of the, the fleshly desires, the fleshly desires, the sinful desires, and a entering into the covenant with God. So it
0: would be that would be the seal of the holy ghost right
2: that's
3: exactly so what it the holy
0: spirit is our circumcision when you receive the holy spirit the life of jesus christ into you it cuts off sin right. cuts off unbelief right. the exactly. desires of the world and you are circumcised from that and it's a circumcision of the heart that's right, right. Where that, where, and, and it shows by the life that you live, not just by the words you speak, but exactly. also by the life that you live, that you now belong to God, that Amen. you are part of His covenant. Amen. Right? Amen. Amen. And it's interesting that the Holy Spirit, how
2: it circumcises the heart, because God is not working through a law to try to uh, correct behavior, reform behavior, or change the the actions outwardly by law, That's but right. rather he's, the Holy Spirit is circumcising the heart, changing the desire right.
0: for the world. Well, for, for instance, David, you know, in the, in the Bible, David was a king. And of course, the, we understand he had 500 wives. So, I mean, one day he's uh, up on the housetop and he looks across and sees a woman over there bathing while his men are out at battle, and, and he sees it's Bathsheba, and she's sees a married woman, and he goes and calls for her to come. David did not need another wife, right? and, then, you know, and he knew better than to take the wife of another man. This was adultery, and, and this was better. So, well known in the Bible, thou shalt not commit adultery, right. thou shalt right. not covet. Uh, thy, thy neighbor's wife. All of these things were written in the law. And the Jews, you know, they had these things on the fringes of the garments, you know, the frontlets before their eyes and testaments on the doorposts. All of these things to remind them to keep God's word. But all of these reminders was not enough to keep David in his That's time right. of lust. That's right. You see, because why? he he It was external. But when the Holy Spirit comes on the inside, it is the internal law. Yeah. Right. It's the law written in the heart mm-hmm. and, and not something that is in stone, but mm-hmm. written in the heart. So and it's the change of nature. Yes. So that w- when, a, when a man looks upon a woman to lust after in his heart, he has committed adultery with her already. So there has to be a power
3: of yeah, the right
0: Holy right. Ghost yes. that gives overcoming power yeah. to the believer that when situations like that arises that it gives him the power to turn his head to live yeah, right.
1: That's That goes back with our sacrifice. You know, the blood of bulls and goats, that blood can only cover sin. Yeah. If David would come off a lamb, he'd come with lust or whatever it was, he went out with that. Yes. Yeah. But mm-hmm. that's why Jesus came and gave himself so when he died... Because the life of that woolly lamb could not come back on right. the worshiper. That's right. But the life of this lamb came. Kinslet. Absolutely. And that's the Holy Spirit. That's the yeah. Holy Spirit.
0: And this is what came on the day of Pentecost when God sent back his Holy Spirit. Right. And it's no longer a covering. That's right.
3: A, it does away with it. It does away with you know, it. You said that the Jews were known by that covenant of circumcision. And I believe that today that we as Christians should be known Very good. by the baptism of the Very Holy Ghost. It should make a difference. It's, you should be able to tell those Absolutely. that are circumcised versus those that are not because it makes a difference. Those
2: on the day of Pentecost, when they came out of the upper room, they were different from the ones that hadn't been up there. Any of those that were not circumcised were ousted from the nation of Israel. And the only ones that will be in the body of Christ are those that are circumcised of the heart. Yes. Many a people look at the Old Testament and feel that grace overrides all the law of the yeah. Old Testament. That ain't true. What Brother Tim just mentioned—that Jesus said that that you said in your law not to commit adultery, but I say if a man look upon a woman in lust, he's committed adultery already. Jesus expanded the he law; expanded, he magnified right. the law. Yeah. And all of us are dead by the law. Right. But when when we receive the life of God, that's He changes right. the desire.
1: And now love fulfills it. What I love, though, is when he expanded it, he also provided the power to be able to live it. That's That's exactly right. That's right. Yeah.
0: That's very good. Well, in our next session, we're going to be talking more about this. I think this has been very edifying today to be able to talk about the power of the Holy Spirit and the circumcision and how that we are the temple of the Holy Ghost. I'd like to talk about some of that more as we look at Jesus' fulfillment of the law And not destroying the law, but fulfilling it. And in this fulfillment, how he has actually enlarged it and really gave you the power to live what you could not live. So God bless you today, and thank you for joining with us in this episode as we have discussed the Word of God.
2: Thank you for joining with the ministry team at Evening Light Tabernacle. For more information on what you have heard today, please visit us at eveninglight.net. May God bless you.